Welcome to Nerd Wars. Hey, everybody. Andy here. Uh, so happy to be with you tonight on Thursday. Yeah, there's like a something else going on all over the news, but we're going to try to ignore all that. Have a nice distraction for the next, I don't know, couple hours or so. Uh, so we're going to have some nerd fights, and then we'll just talk, geek out, talk about stuff. You guys can always pivot this conversation with your support uh, through the links that the mods will be sharing. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in and watching this new fight. We got a fun one. I'm going to get in the ring. Uh, we got three more joining. Let's introduce today's fighters and today's topics. Uh, guys, are you ready? There they are. We got Damien back. What up, Damien? What's up, Andy? So, so good I to have you back. Time, man. Good to have you. Now, this is you're officially here for your first round here on the show, uh, which yeah. is a good deal because you've done the show, but now we've, we've started a new season. I'm turning my lights on. We've started a new season, and uh, you're here to fight. How are you feeling? Oh, now I'm feeling more pumped. <laughs> new season, new records. Is that how it goes? New records, new season. So, so far, you're Ooh. actually only, you're only, yeah, you're, you're O&O. So tonight you could either help your record or hurt it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Adon's already hurt his record, right, Adon? Adon is yes. back. I, uh, we shall see. What is your I, record? I Do you know? I stood up with a target and taken a, a lot of blows. <laughs> What's your record now? Do we, do we have, have we kept it? Uh, have you won one yet on the new rounds? In a middle round, but I didn't finish the night. He's like, I don't want to say, Andy. I got nine. Doesn't count. Well, you got a chance to earn a point today. Uh, And then making his debut from Rogue Comics out there in Ohio, it is Mike. Oh, no, no, it's Connecticut. Connecticut, Connecticut, Ohio. I got too many other states in my brain (laughs) over over John King's chart. We're not a swing state. (laughs) Sorry, Connecticut. uh, From Connecticut, Rogue Comics. Mike's in the building. What's up, Mike? What's up, Andy? Happy to have you. All right, so this should be fun. And Steph will be quietly, because she can't talk loud, but she's here. She'll be quietly helping put out some polls, and if we need something whispered, she will be here. But I will be your fourth fighter to get in there, uh, and we'll take this out. All right, so we got oh, some. Andy. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. one thing to say? Yeah, please. I claim this nerd war, and if there are any results other than me winning, they're fraud. Oh, we said no politics. All right. That's not anything to do with politics. That's you just making your own crazy (laughs) statement. But yeah, don't trigger me. Don't go there. Uh, (laughs) This is a distraction. Uh, I want to do, before we get to anything, though, I want to plug something quickly. I think I make sure I had the link up here. Guys, if you aren't yet uh, a member, uh, you should be. Uh, And if you are, uh, you get to join over on uh, the community tab. You guys can be the first to see Damien's new film, The Other Side, the full short film. Now just went up for members only. Uh, fantastic, like uh, 13-minute film uh, that you guys can go watch over there as members. I know some of you started to watch it. Make sure you send it Damien your love and tell him how great it is. Uh, but what an awesome perk. So generous of Damien to put it over there for our members to enjoy. So if you're not yet a member, you get to go watch The Janitor. You get to go watch that. And more stuff is coming to the members only exclusives as well as nerd warriors get to come in here and fight uh so uh lots of opportunities so make sure you go subscribe you go sub- support do I, oh yeah you do that by do i have it here yeah look at this oh i'm so prepared Woo! join <laughs> hit that join button and all these perks and emojis you can use the yay the yay the sus the human toe all those uh things will work so go check it out uh and thank you uh, the other side is over there if you guys watched it or watch it when we do finish our first nerd wars it'll be about four 45-minute show, then we can come back and talk about it a little bit. Uh, but in the meanwhile, let's get to the show. All right, so enough chitter-chatter. Let's get to these first uh, fights. Ooh, all right. Robert just added a good question. I was just about to pitch you guys. Steph, if you want to 
had Roberts pitch, who would win, uh, Wonder Woman or Stormbreaker Thor? Uh, that can be rounded into our potential third round uh, if you want to add it there. Um, but the way the show works, we've got our first two rounds set. Uh, the third round will be something you guys get to vote on, and it'll be a blind round. We'll have to jump on it. The two winners of round one and round two will tackle round three. The winner of that earns the point and a new stat uh, here on Nerd Wars. All right, so awesome. So guys, send them over. We will get to them. You you did that. If we don't get to it on the show officially, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, Robert. Uh, so keep those coming in. And if you want to help judge the round, you can send your Super Chats and uh, Streamlabs donations over throughout the show, and I'll make sure to incorporate them before each round is over. Uh, so that's how we do this. All right, so first round uh, is the title round. Uh, James Bond, Lashana Lynch is going to be playing 007. Now, I actually fought this with Jody last night uh, on uh, Change of Mind, and I think he had to put it behind the paywall because it, uh, <laughs> it got a little heated. Uh, but I've had a little experience on it, so now I'm, I'm okay doing it again. Uh, but she's uh, she's talking about her backlash of playing uh, 007, this revolutionary casting. I was trying to find one with a picture of her, but that, that one I clicked didn't have one. Here we go. Uh, there she is. There she is. Uh, there's Lashana Lynch. Uh, and so she's from Captain Marvel, and she's going to be in No Time to Die. And she will be replacing James Bond's uh, famous number, the 007. Uh, should this be happening? That's going to be our first round, and I'm going to take this on. I'm going to be saying yes. Who's taking against me? Who's saying no? Adon? Yeah. I'm going to say no. All right, Adon. You ready to do this, Adon? You and me are going to go head to head. Damien, Mike, Steph, if you don't mind, turn off your cameras. You will disappear from here so I can get just me and Adon on screen, and we will get to our first fight of the evening. Uh, in fact, also, I'm going to make sure I put up the timer here so you guys can all see it. Uh, here we go. I'm going to add a 10-minute clock, which will start us. Uh, which will be here. I'll cut to it sometimes throughout the show. I got to figure out a way to put that on screen. I will. I'll get there eventually. But that way, you guys can at least see it. As you guys all see that shared screen, right? Adon, you can see the timer. Timer. Yeah. Okay. On your Zoom, cool. So that way, you know how much time is left. Uh, all right. You guys ready to do this? So the question again: Should Lashana Lynch be? Should she play 007? Now, to be clear, that's not. She's not taking over James Bond. She's not going to be coming out and be, "Hey, I'm Bond, James Bond, or Jane Bond." No, she's taking over his number. Uh, the deadly number agent of 007. Should she be doing that? Is that? Are we okay with that? Is she the one to do it, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, let's get to this. All right, the timer is going to start. You want to start or do you want me to start it, Don? I'll let you start. Uh, okay, great. Here we go. And time starts now. Let's do Nerd Wars round one. Boom. All right, clock is starting. Here we go. All right, listen. I got to be honest. I like James Bond. I like actually Daniel Craig a lot. Casino Royale became one of my favorite James Bond movies. And I like Skyfall, and I haven't really liked a lot of the other new ones. So I've liked the idea of this new version, but at the same time, I've also liked, you know, here's some of Pierce Brosnan's. Uh, GoldenEye is fantastic. Sean Connery, amazing. Goldfinger. There's, there's always been some classics for each Bond, I think, and it's gone through. And we've had some cool shows, so, so some cool movies based off of the various actors. At this point, I feel like Daniel Craig's lost interest. I'm losing interest. I kind of want them to do a new, new. Re I want them to reinvent something anyway, uh, and I just don't personally care about the number. Now, if they were going to replace James Bond and say, "Oh yeah, this is the new Bond, and it's a lady," or that would be weird to me. In fact, that was already so weird. Barbara Broccoli and the producers already said James Bond will never be a woman. We're not going to change. James Bond is a man, but it can be any color man. You know, there's no reigning race. There's we don't care about that, but. James Bond is a man, and that that I agree with. The character of James Bond's like a womanizer. There's a lot of weird things that would 
it just wouldn't be the character. Come up with a new character. So the so the number. Who cares if he has a number? She's going to be in this movie. James Bond dies or is replaced. She comes in as 007. I think it's a cool dynamic to have James Bond, Daniel Craig, have to go up and see that his now moniker, his number, has been taken over by by this woman. Uh, that makes things a lot more interesting to me uh, because uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's going to have to like play back and forth. She's going to have to be tough. That's something that Bond's not used to. I like when they give him a challenge. So for me, it's a non-starter. Let, yeah, let's see the movie. Let's see how it plays out. Who cares? Adon, your turn. Okay, so listen, uh, you made it a very good point of saying that these are Bond movies. Uh, thank you for that, because these are exactly it. They're James Bond movies, and you don't have James Bond without that 007 on it. He is uh, it's part and partial who he is, what he is, and what those movies are about. So you're going to be taking away the very aspect that is James Bond that we go watch. Now you're going to try and refocus those movies onto... Uh, new stories with a new James Bond as a female character. I don't think that's going to work. I don't really think that's going to work. James Bond, uh, 007's character, is a character that we all watch for the James Bond character itself. No one watches it for the title that he's a spy. They watch it for James Bond. So now we're going to be going into a new female character who, for all intents and purposes, is probably going to be a completely different character, different take. We don't know that she's going to be the um, just like Bond is a womanizer or, or is what's the opposite of a womanizer? Male, uh, male miser. Uh, <laughs> exactly. There's not even a word for it. I'm just saying that it is it just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm not going to go watch a James Bond movie or a 007 movie now and not have that line Bond, James Bond. I'm going to have what's your name? No me or me no me and that's going to be the movie it doesn't work for me and i'm keeping it short and simple because of that but but you see i disagree with you already because you're making it about uh she's not james bond right it's a, not to win we on semantics agree. here she's not she's not james bond she's 007 so she's going to go into a movie and she's i don't even know the character's name we sh i should figure that out but we don't know yet i haven't seen it's it naomi. it's oh it's naomi okay you're right sorry so neo hey naomi whatever maybe she decides to not use the james bond line I, look not to lose all my votes but why do you keep telling people your name? Aren't you a spy? Shouldn't you use like different names? Shouldn't That's you maybe not reveal your name he's first so out there? Like, yeah, I don't know. It makes him seem a little too cocky for me, but I hear you. All right, valid. I know that's why people like him because he's got the charisma, right? But this isn't James Bond. 007 is a spy agent. And a spy agent can be anybody. And why does it matter? Yeah, is, it, is, it, is there pandering in this movie? Sure. I could argue that there's some pandering in this movie. I could see why people would say, "Oh, of course, they're hiring this new. Uh, she's 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 a great actress, but she's sort of in the in the know now. Let's let's get a black actress in here. That that'll be even more interesting, and that's what people want to see. Sure, I, I could see why some people think that's what's happening. I just don't care if the movie is good, if the character's good, great. And I don't understand why a woman, especially, can't surpass James Bond to be the so deadliest agent of 007. You made a point of like, what if like uh, the character of James Bond handing over the mantle and he uh, dies in the story? Does that not kill the franchise? Does that not kill like the ability to sequel out? Because really, like I like we all said, we know twenty six now going on twenty seven films of James Bond. It's called you can buy the collection and it's called a James Bond collection, not a 007 collection. 
So does that not kill it for you? No, because she's now the 007 collector. It's sort of a smart way to have somebody else in there and they could do more movies. Now, let's be clear. They're not making a new movie here with her, right? Let, let's be clear. I, I don't know if they're doing that and I'm not arguing that, but can can the double agent of 007 be Lashana Lynch? Why, sure. I still don't hear why you're telling me she can't. Why can't she be 007? She's not James Bond. They could still make a James Bond character. A James Bond could come in and replace him. They could do a whole new movie with Idris Elba, but start this, and then maybe do a spinoff with her or something else that's not maybe 007 or James Bond. Who cares? If she's good, if the movie's good, why can't a female lead take over as a badass agent? And, and well, here's the other point. is like, if she's good, like, if you're looking at, this is going to be a big break for her. We all agree about that because her film repertoire beforehand is... I looked at it. It's next to none in comparison. It was all TV, and then she got uh, Captain Marvel, which was all, what, like 20 minutes, if tops, in that movie? Yeah, she's not a very and big then, part of it. That's fair. Exactly. Not a very big part. And then this is a huge part to be breaking out into uh, versus, like, anybody else that could have been out there that could have been selected. So this is a big opening role. It makes me feel scared that, uh, like, someone's going to be trying to jump into a role like that, and they have to represent a title uh, uh, that's gonna be badass. It's not. It's not just a spy. There is a spy that is a badass spy that's smooth and cool and awesome. You know, that, those are big shoes to fill. And I'm not even saying about James Bond right now. I'm just saying for the title, um, 007 is supposed to be like the title of the best. From uh, of the best of the best. Of so the you're best. saying a woman can't be the black. a woman can't be the best? No, I'm saying that. <laughs> Lashana has to prove that she's the best of the best and best. And, and her record doesn't show that to me. Well, in the and trailer, that, in the trailer, she's already like, I'll shoot you in the knee. She's, she's calling him out. She's, she's alpha dogging him in the small parts we've seen. Uh, so who's to say she couldn't, he's, uh, he's old that, dude. That, he's old. Trailer, he's screwed up a couple like times in these movies. I'm just saying. Yeah, but <laughs> she, I'm, Bond's been caught and by everybody in these movies. He's he's given up how many times? He's quit how many times? And now in this movie's ex girlfriend's gonna trick him. I mean, sounds like he's losing his edge. If you ask me, someone could easily come in there and do it. Now, sure, we have to see it, but that's my point. Who cares? Let's see her. Maybe she can't. Maybe she's a bad 007, and that makes it an interesting movie. So therefore, yes, it was cool to see her play 007 because she couldn't play 007. Ah. <laughs> so he. You're trying to win the fact that, like, if she could be a bad 007, so she loses the title before the end of the movie. I'm just died. saying we haven't seen the movie. Why are we? Why are people freaking out? Why are they freaking out? Because she's a female. She's a black female. Oh my God, he's the best double agent. He, he, she hasn't earned the title. Says who? We haven't even seen it yet. I'm not even making the uh, the uh, the fact that it should be a, a gender thing for her. I'm saying it's she's not even uh, proven to me in that sense. And that's anytime uh, that they brought in a new bond, I look at their old repertoires of, of, of work. And, you know, it, I, I have to ask the question, are they really going to represent the new bond? In this case, they're kicking out bond and they're putting him on the sidelines and they're having a new agent. And that's going to be the main uh, star It's going to be double O is a double O seven. So what's your point? They have double O six with Sean Bean. He didn't mess up the whole franchise. In fact, he, so they spoiler alert, the they, he turned out to be a bad guy, right? They made it interesting. Sean Bean died in the same movie. So, like, but it worked. That doesn't bode well. 
Right, it, he clearly wasn't as good. Over 007, he's going to die again. The people who aren't as good as Bond are going to keep dying, right? And if she's not as good as Bond, she'll die too, and then someone else will get the number. It's just a freaking number. As I said last night, it's like a jersey. It's like Jordan giving his jersey, so, the Jordan's number getting passed over to LeBron. Tell me why she should be James Bond, other than the fact that she should get the, uh, you know, the opportunity. Good question. Tell me why she should. Because Bond left and gave up. And clearly, the, they decided she's the next one up that's been training. Just because we haven't seen her doesn't mean we don't know she's any good. But I I'm hope and assume. I'm not, I'm not talking about the character. Well, I I'm hope and assume Lashana. the movie will prove that she, her character is right. Who, I, the actress? I got a problem with her. I haven't seen her in enough. But if she can kick ass and she's smart. Look, it's not about. James Bond is not an action movie to me. It's a spy movie. Uh, and I didn't hate her in Crap to Marvel. She was one of the one, only parts that was tolerable. Uh, if she can dole out the, the cool charisma and. And badassery and smarts. Yeah, of course you can pull it off. I need to see it, right? Yeah, and that's a big question mark on that. But like, I'll end with this note. It's gonna be no longer Bond. James Bond is gonna be no me. <laughs> no me. Me no me. Wait, no me. No me. Time. <laughs> All right. I mean, that was epic. All right, guys. Good job, guys. Uh, you guys can now uh, get the straw poll out, uh, Steph. If you want to put the first one out, who won? Uh, Don versus me uh steph will put that out there in the chat in a second uh you guys can come back into your video if you want uh mike and and damien you guys are going to now judge us based off of those arguments damien and mike uh what do you think let's start with you uh mike um well i i think you both have points um i was on the don side because i, I still am i don't think that if she can be in the James Bond movie, well, she could be a double O, but she shouldn't be double O seven. And I agree with what Adon was saying, because when you go to see a Bond movie, you're going to see James Bond. You're not going to see, you know, whoever she's going to play. So um, I would have to give it to Adon, even though I did think you brought up some good points about, you know, I based mean, on yeah, his art, I mean, just like, so we're clear, like recount, I, I based, on, say, based on, based on the arguments, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a bias, not uh, yes. instead of a, a non-partial. Um, yeah, judgment, I just want to, well, you, like you can't, you just started judgment. your judgment because it sounds a little uh, presidential. You just started your judgment with, well, I agree with the Don because I felt this way and I got to go with him based on the arguments, Mike. Well, why I, why I, did I, you go? I just agreed. so people are clear. Why did you pick a Don? I agreed with his argument. I agreed with the fact that 007 is James Bond. If you're, if, if they're trying to shoehorn a new, a, a new character to replace the legacy character, you really shouldn't do it with a female or you really even shouldn't do it. I mean, get rid of James Bond and just have her be another double O. Um, I do. I don't mind women in, in, in the things. I, I do agree with you that it is okay that a woman could play this role, but I just don't, if you're going to get rid of um, 007, I, I don't think it should be a female. So I agreed with Adon, what Adon said. Okay, Damien. Right. Uh, well, you're... I'm going to give you a real unbiased opinion here, okay? <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Um, I listened to the points, and I listened to the question. And the question was, can she play 007? And the question was never, can she play James Bond? And Adon never addressed fully except for he had a couple points when he said about well it wouldn't be the end of the franchise um if she took over the 007 but then andy retorted with the yeah but they could always replace her again with another male so um that was that was an interesting point counterpoint so i did i did hear that point um and uh adon mentioned the whole 
um, at one point about giving her a, another character or another female role. And then Andy uh, counterpointed with the, well, what if it was a passing of the torch? And we've seen passing of the torch stories. And so I was like, okay, well, th that counters that point. So I'm trying to, it was, it was, it really was punch for punch. In the end, I think, Adon, sorry, dude, you failed to answer the question as to why she couldn't be 007. You actually at one point agreed that she could he be. He did. Thank you for was, seeing that. But she wasn't James Bond. <laughs> the audience and, and Mike didn't notice that, but I'm glad you did. I was did. hoping that you, hey, it <laughs> the biased, but, uh, <laughs> biased part of the audience didn't notice that, but I'm glad at least you said it. <laughs> but it was said. It was mentioned, and I was like, and I cringed slightly for you at that point, <laughs> trying to see if there was something else. If that, I was trying to see that you were almost, you almost got Andy to admit to uh, something as well, but I'm not going to point that chip out. So I have to go with Andy. Uh, All for right. Those three reasons. So based off of that, we have to work. Unless Steph, you want to chime in, we can go to the audience poll. Did you have a thought, Steph? I don't want to keep. I don't know if you want to talk. Um. Yeah, I've I've, I've got thoughts. Go ahead. I'm English. It's canon. James <laughs> Bond is an English white dude. Don't shoehorn a female in just because it's kind of hip and all equality and all that at the moment. Just make her another double O, not double O seven. It just doesn't there's, make sense. There's like 998 other numbers she could be. I mean, it Thank doesn't you. have to be double O seven. Not if it's a double O. I guess you could do double O twelve. What happened to double O? Does that work? No, you can you can you can only go you can only go up to double O nine people. Yeah. After that, it's ten. Exactly. It's <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You add another zero. No, you only get. No, there's that, only nine numbers. That trail, blaze that trail, <laughs> and and get out of the double O. And she could even be like you know the first person that's like you know. 102 or 783 or whatever. Actually, I think there was a 0012. I think that was Sean Bean's number or something like that. He was eight. He was six. He was six, yeah. He was six. I think there was another 00 that was like 0012, and I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't work. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> Whoever wrote that messed up the numbering system. <laughs> well, it the it, at the end of the day, uh, wait, I, I did vote. I did. I've, oh, I have to vote here. Uh, yeah, I already did that. Go, oh, here we go. Okay. I already did one vote. It, it doesn't let you call it twice. Uh, at the end of the day, it didn't, it, Steph took it over the edge, but the audience agreed. Uh, Don goes on to round two. Uh, no, Lashana Lynch shouldn't play 007. I, I, bravo. I don't care. I, I, I honestly don't care. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely hey, just Adon, don't care. Either hey, way, uh, I'm not enough of a James Bond fan to make this opinion, but there you go. Uh, Don, hey. you're finally on the board. You can do this, buddy. I'm, now I'm rooting for you. Hey, um, are we fighting the same fight? <laughs> Wait, what's what's the fight? Uh, no, now you will see. Now, oh, Damien no, and Mike, Damien and Mike are about oh, to go head to head for round two, which is going to be best Sean Connery movie. Bum, 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 Oh damn! All right, now, but to keep things, uh, keep things, it's it's going to be best Sean Connery movie. We're, we ended up going with his more non-Bond stuff. That we have two movies more recent that we've picked. Uh, let's hear it. So uh, Steph can drop out. Damien and Mike are back up. Uh, Damien, Mike, uh, you are going to be fighting best Sean Connery movie. Damien, what did you pick? I picked The Rock. Ooh, all right. Mike already rolling his eyes. Uh, Mike, what did you pick? 
I chose uh, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh, two extremely fun movies, I got to say. I really I love both of these movies, actually. There's a lot of other good movies, especially classics. He won the Oscar for Untouchables. Uh, there's a lot of great Sean Connery performances. I, I've been trying to make time with the election. I haven't been able to do it as much. He, Sean Connery really got screwed dying on this election week, uh, let's be honest, because dude is a legend, and we should be still uh, paying our, our tributes to him and all the amazing work he did. Uh, but and I, I will be. I, I plan to catch up on a lot of Sean Connery movies. But here we go. Two great films, The Rock versus Last Crusade. Let's do this. Clock, uh, who wants to start? Uh, you know what? I'm going to see who just starts. Clock starts now. Well, I picked Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade because I felt he contributed a lot to the character of Indiana Jones. He uh, showed us his upbringing. He showed us who his father was, and they were able to go on an adventure together. He brought some sort of, um, um, we, we, we basically, all the character traits that we knew from Indiana Jones, from Raiders and Temple of Doom, we saw reflected in Sean Connery. And I feel that he was able to, maybe, I'm, I'm not sure, no, it wasn't his last uh, like action type movie, but he was able to engage in like a action adventure comedy type thing. And he did it with one of the characters that we were already um enamored with because you know indiana jones is one of the uh, iconic characters in uh movie history um and i felt that he contributed a lot to uh to the movie because he he he, he showed us that the way indy was as far as the sternness and and um all the traits that that indy exhibits sean connery he got them from sean and you could see it i mean granted they're only a couple years apart, I think maybe like seven or eight years apart in age or whatever, but they did look like father and son. And um, yeah, I just thought, I thought he was perfect for the role. I mean, it, I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Indiana Jones's father, Harrison Ford, even Ferris and Ford's father. Damien, go ahead. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Last Crusade was a great Indiana Jones film, but with the one with, and Sean Connery's performance is great in a lot of films. But the problem with uh, Indiana Jones and what Sean Connery's character did in that film was it made Indiana Jones weaker and 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 made him softer? And yes, it humanized the whole situation, but it also um, it was this beginning of an Indiana Jones that we would see later on that was even weaker and softer still. Um, and it was supposed to be the Last Crusade, and he and it wasn't. So that unfortunately, the next Indiana Jones film took away from that beautiful Sean Connery film, and, and now I look at it as the one before the fall. Um, the Rock, on the other hand, and I would actually argue that Indiana Jones. Part of the reason why that whole character and Sean Connery's portrayal of that character works is because we're basing it off of Harrison Ford's character in the past. So a lot of his mannerisms were actually mimicking Harrison Ford's mannerisms so that way they would feel and act like father and son. See, this isn't a character that was 100% Sean Connery. Now you go over to The Rock on the other hand, and I don't just have one person to look at. I also have Nicolas Cage and Ed Harris and so many others. This is an ensemble cast and Sean Connery comes out blazing this is a sean connery that we hadn't really seen we've seen smooth sean connery we've seen uh king sean connery we've seen all these other versions of sean connery sean connery on this one is a badass we only saw this in hunter this and in hunt red october where he was still more of a commander sean connery was a badass in this one he has the most quotable lines he talks about losers and you know what happens to losers when they go home and contemplate about the, how they did their best you know what what, what do winners do huh they go home and they at the prom queen yeah i mean this is this is Sean Connery being a badass. He has moments where he's stern. He flips it. You don't realize that how, how he's actually you know on the wrong side of things. Um, he makes Nicolas Cage. He looks like a father figure to Nicolas Cage. He's got uh, 
just so many moments in that film that just make you want to go, yo, dude, I could pop this on again. It's Michael Bay when Michael Bay was good. There's a lot of things going on with this film that Sean Connery is known for. In fact, most people even forget the other characters in it. They're like, you mean that Sean Connery and Nick Cage movie? Yeah, The Rock, all day, every day. Well, if you've seen other George Lucas um, movies, uh, definitely the ones that he's responsible for, just because a, an actor comes in to play um, a relative of an established character or throw in some backstory or whatever, does not mean that that actor is guaranteed to inhabit the role and show us the characteristics of the previous character that we've met before, such as, say, um, Alec Guinness or uh, I don't even want to bring up Hayden. But um, so the fact that Sean Connery was able to do that with little nuances and not make it seem as if he was mimicking all the stuff we saw from Harrison in Raiders and in Temple of Doom shows that Sean um, did a really good job acting in this movie. In The Rock, uh, he might have been a badass with some scenes, but in, Temp in, in Last Crusade, he was able to be a badass just almost like effortlessly, like when he was... Uh, um, when he was on the beach with uh, Harrison and he had the, the, the umbrella and he was like, you know, pushing and shooting the birds up so it would take out the plane. And then he just walked away and leaving Harrison's mouth like, what did you, he did it without any effort. You that call that a seemed, badass, man? I call that, I call that, dude, first of all, I call that a like Larry Professor. He, he, he was, he a was badass very, doesn't have to be charming. spouting, a yeah, badass no, doesn't no, have no. to be spouting Michael Bay catchphrases, no. he was, okay? He, was, he, he was just charming. is. That's it. No, no. He was just charming in that film. He played a nice jet. He's played a, a gruff old dad. We've seen that uh, played before. We've seen it in Dennis the Menace. We've seen plenty of older men play gruff old dads who are soft on the inside. We've See, seen but also that guy. the relationship between. And by the way, that was Steven the, Spielberg. That's the reason why that one came out. Uh, the the relationship between the Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, at least fleshing out the Indiana Jones character. Oh, and by the way, you said there was some. There was something after. It just. It was like the prelude to whatever. I mean. Last Crusade was the last Indiana Jones movie. They rode off into the sunset. There was no other. But besides that fact, um, Her Sean helped humanize Indiana Jones because at the end, he always... He slept with his girl. How's that humanizing Indiana Jones? He slept with his <laughs> that girl. Had, that had, Sean that Connery couldn't even stop being James Bond for a moment. And that shows you how much of that shows you how much of a badass Sean Connery is. Did oh, he no, sleep with anybody Sean, in the Sean, rock? Sean, no. Sean, Sean, in fact, Sean, he had Sean, this little lame thing where they took a moment in the middle of an action scene to go visit his daughter, and then we never see her again, and he just okay, disappears. Okay, so you're saying he's a good father was, in both films. So he's a good father was, in both films. He's just more of a badass in mine. Okay, I get that. No, that's cool. No, 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 no. See, so anyways, no, as I was uh, saying, but at the end of at the end of Last Crusade, they reach an understanding because he accepts or he he realizes that he was driven because of the love he may or may not have gotten from his father and that's why he had like he took that strangers you know the fedora and he was he was he was kind of i feel he was almost kind of idolizing that dude that he he the, one of the, the 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 robbers or whatever that were robbing the, the thing because you know at the end he hands him the hat he says you know you didn't you didn't win today but you don't have to like it so i feel he was like idolizing that guy more than his father because his father was so stern and so much into you know trying to find the grail but yeah, yet when okay, when, when so stuff goes down here's the thing is that you're giving me like i, I want to call that basic sean connery i'm going to say that that's sean connery doing a great job but he could do that in his sleep when you're talking about like when we talk about some of those other films like we did talk about like rising sun about, and we talked about, about hunt for red october that's sean connery like acting and really doing iconic sean connery stuff let's the call it well-rounded sean connery yeah, because no, he's that, able to do the badass stuff and he's also able to convey some some heart we've, seen that. Some we've warmth, seen that in some of warmth. his other films he's always played warmth in other films and he's always played 
the the wise older man. Even in film bad films like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he so was still the besides, wise old man besides, in that one Besides too. the one minute, besides the one minute interlude where he meets uh, Claire Forlani, uh, what else? Where else did he was able to convey that sort of thing in The Rock, other than badassery? No, dude, The Rock was about badassery. That's the thing is that first of all, he played. He made you think he was a good guy. Then he flipped it on you. He made, then he showed you that he could be a tender father who actually had a heart. He actually, you know what the thing is? I compare him to like some of those villains and some of those hero, uh, those hero. At no point did I ever think played. Sean Connery was a bad guy in The Rock. I felt, I mean, and, and especially, dude, after after the way the government treated him, I would have, I wouldn't have had no problem okay. with him if he just ditched it and decided to go somewhere. But but, but this isn't this this is about Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. did his best acting in Last Crusade. He was able to convey sternness. He was able to convey action adventure. He was able to con convey heart and soul. And he helped. He helped. He was He was not necessarily like in The Rock. You mentioned Ed Harris. You mentioned all these other cast of thousands in there. Nicolas yeah, Cage, even Vanessa Marcel. Yeah, and exactly. But, but in, in, in Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, he was more than a supporting character. In fact, it was, it was Harrison Ford's movie and it was his movie. I say I still say it was more of a Harrison Ford film. He came in as a very good supporting character, not the best Sean Connery film. He wasn't the one that we focused on. We focused on Harrison Ford and the growth of his father. I think that's that line. Yeah, was, and, and, was in split. the Rock, in, in the Rock, he was much more of a supporting character than he was in Last Crusade. It was basically Nicolas Cage's. Nicolas Cage is one of his pre. He weird, made Nicolas you know, Cage. No, he he helped. If it wasn't for Sean Connery in that film, Nicolas Cage would still be wouldn't be a blip on anyone's radar. We got one minute. Hurry up. Final thoughts. Go ahead. Sean Connery has played the gentle old man in other films. I mean, Finding Forrester and whatever the case is, and he's done some other stuff. We've seen that gentle Sean Connery, and it's easy for him. He's a gentleman. He's actually a sir, a gentleman, in a, a, an English gentleman, a Scottish gentleman. That's what he is. He didn't play anything different than himself, really, in, a, in, a, in what you call it, in Last Crusade. In The Rock, he was a badass. He, you know he's, not, he, you know he's not that kind of person, but he brought that out, and you really believed his character he held it throughout the whole time, and it's he was pivotal Mike, in that Mike, final thirties for you. We have we have about 10, 15 years of uh, Sean Connery being badass as far as James Bond is concerned. In fact, we just had a question about uh, 007, the role that he he inhabited, he, uh, he he brought to life. So it's good to see him having some of those qualities while exhibiting some other ones, and that's called acting. And I feel he did the best of it in The Last Crusade. Because The Rock was just literally one note. You said he was a badass from beginning to end. And that no, was I also it. said I also said he was devious, and I also said he was a father figure. So yeah, no, he had he had range mm -hmm. in that one too. <laughs> Whoa, got got that in at the end. Didn't let him give you that sick burn there at the end. All right, wow. I gotta be honest, that was harder. That was harder. Adon, Steph, come on in here. I'd love to get some of your thoughts. Uh, we're gonna get the vote out again based on the arguments, which I that's my catchphrase. I've said it all every episode of Movie Fights. We say it on Yin and Yang. Anytime we do these debate shows, it's gotta be about the arguments, not about your personal preference. Uh, but uh, based off those arguments, Adon, what did you think based on uh, Damien's fight for The Rock and Mike's fight for The Last Crusade, a best Sean Connery film? Uh, okay, so. Wow, this is actually really hard. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like at first, I was leaning to, towards Damien. Uh, uh oh. At first, being, you hear that, Damien? <laughs> and, 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 and I swayed back and forth multiple times. And I really did. Um, and the, the reason why I was going with you first was because you actually made some good points. It's like an action film is a good film. They had a lot of uh, fun with it, and it shows in that film. And then on Mike's side you were hitting them hard with a lot of questions and a lot of, you know, 
bringing up some flaws about his film. But what I didn't get was a lot of stuff reinforcing on your film. You spent a good portion of your time trying to break down the actual uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and where I was like, wow, we're talking so much time and taking so much time on this. It, it's making me think, wow, Damien might actually enjoy Raiders of the Lost Ark because he knows so much more knowledge on this. You weren't reinforcing why the rock is so much better than Raiders of the Lost Ark rather than chipping it away. Um, so that's where it was flipping me back and forth. Honestly, I like the points at the end though, where he was saying as a whole, where you're showing him as an actor and his ver- a variety of performances, and he's done a lot of the same thing. This was different. This shows him as an actor. I actually sided with Mike on this. All right. Uh, Steph, what, what is your thoughts before I share mine? Um, I have to admit, I'm a little bit biased, but to be fair, I thought the stronger argument was in regards to The Rock, um, because he's more front and center, more badass, more doing something rather than fine like Indiana Jones. He's kind of like sidelined a little bit and wasted. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so uh, I got it. I, I, I so wait, we had one for one, and uh, yeah, so it's one and one. Comes down to me. Well, and it's interesting because the poll is tight. The poll is currently fifty fifty. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! It is literally fifty fifty as the votes are coming in. Uh, whew, that's that's intense. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to stop voting now. Yeah, Sorry. stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop it. It's enough. Stop the count. Uh, they, they did. It's, it's somehow stopped right now. They're waiting for me, the judge. The judge is in. Uh, yeah, it was interesting because you got so hung up on the supporting part. And the reality is Sean Connery is a supporting character in The Rock as well. Someone was in the art. Oh, he's bigger on the poster. But no, it's it's a Nicolas Cage movie uh, with, the, with, with Sean Connery, just like it's a Harrison Ford movie with Sean Connery. But that even itself out um yeah i I really got stuck on who i was trying to just hear on who really gave the best performance and i gotta say i just heard a little bit more from mike i did mike came in a little swinging with some of his examples as to why and i think damien just got a little lost uh, on the defense and not as strong enough on the offense as to why it was performance. Is The Rock a great performance? Yes, it's different than what he did. But I do think Last Crusade offers some different range. And just the fact that he slept with Indy's son doesn't make it a less better performance of anything that made it a better performance because it was just so crazy that they're all going after the same girl and where Indy gets it from, etc. cetera. Uh, it is such an iconic role, and I I, I – I think uh, Mike did a good job there. I got to give it to Mike, and it looks like the poll just did too. Uh, so it's a clean cut uh, over across the board. There it is at the very end of the day. Uh, the Rock got 12 votes. Last Crusade, 14 votes. That was close. Uh, just one last refresh. Yeah, it looks like Mike gets a, got the win. Bravo, Mike. Whoo, sorry, Damien. You voted for me, but see, I gotta be. I got unlike uh, hey, unlike the polling alive. stations, Damien. I gotta be uh, unbiased. No, um, but uh, yeah, good, good, good fight. So now me and Damien are te- are take out, took out, uh, and Adon and Mike will be going on for the final round. Now, Steph, here's where I need your help as our pollster. Uh, what uh, what 
uh, I saw I saw another one went out, but everybody I think the votes are the exact same in every vote. So we might have to go back to the first one. Uh, do we have a clear winner based off of all the results? Absolutely. Uh, 61% will Tenet be better at home? Who? And what's funny about this poll is neither of them have seen Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we're going to have to see how this goes. Uh, I know you've seen us talk about it. You know what it's about. Uh, I'm going to let you say, uh, so if, if Mike and Steph can lose their cameras, uh, this mm -hmm. final round will Tenet. So, guys, Tenet is dropping uh, on uh, uh, streaming this December, they finally announced. The way Christopher Nolan does not want you to see the film, you'll finally get the opportunity to see it uh, if you didn't want to go to the theaters. So the question now we're going to ask uh, these two gentlemen could Tenet actually be better at home? Even though Christopher Nolan wanted you to see it in the theaters, could it actually be better at home? Uh, so Damien, or I'm sorry, Mike, Mike, put your camera back on. I don't okay. see you there. Yeah, you uh, Mike, stop it. Oh, sorry, no, just you, no, just the other two. <laughs> Mike and Adon are back. All right, I'm going to say three, two, one on one. Uh, you're going to tell me a yes or no. You're going to both say. What if was you the question again? Uh, just say yes or no, and then it was it. So the question is going to be, will Tenant be better watched at home? than it was in theaters. Someone's going to have to go against it if you don't feel it, but I'm going to, just to see who answers first on the yes or no, uh, you'll have three on one. Ready? Three, two, one. No. No. I heard it Don first. Oh, yes. Heard it Don first. <laughs> you got it in there. That's how, I, I don't know how else to do it. So, Don, you'll be fighting that no, it will not be better at home. Mike will be offering it will be better at home. Should we make this interesting, Damien? What's up? Uh, they can tag a friend. How's that? Should we make it interesting? Sure. They haven't seen the film. If either of you would like to tag a friend, uh, we will we will come in and help you. Uh, I I'm I can fight that it will not. Uh, so uh, I will happily come in for thirty seconds and offer an opinion. I don't know. That means Steph will have to judge and the audience will have to judge if I come in and fight. If you use your phone, a friend. And then a Don, do you want to call in a, a Damien for help potentially? Or if you don't, you don't have to. But do you guys want to? We'll try that if you if you need it. Since you if didn't I see the it, film, because Damien. Damien and I saw the film, is why I'm, I'm offering to help help you quickly. Uh, but we'll if you need it, activate it. Maybe they'll judge you less, <laughs> judge you more. Uh, but I will offer you that call a friend if you need it for 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 five, ten seconds. We will come in and help you. Uh, and you can either use our argument or not. Uh, ready for the timer to come up? Yeah, I like that. We'll come in and advise you on a thought, and then you can either take it or not. Uh, mm -hmm. The time is going to start. 10 minutes is on the clock. You guys all see that. Here we go. Let's start another Nerd War. Round three. Will Tenet be better at home? Go. Wait, Mike, you want to go first? Might as well. Um, I feel that Tenet will be better at home for two simple, solitary reasons. One is a matter of health, and the other is a matter of sanity. The first one is that you will not have to take a chance on risking your life on catching Bud Light out on the public, you know, with per potentially diseased uh, seats and circulating air and popcorn and all that other stuff. Um, and the second one is that you'll be able to try to understand the third act of the movie, which, despite me not having seen it, I have heard is completely kind of almost incomprehensible. So you'll be able to rewind it to go back to the early and try to piece it together you know like uh, this uh what was it from uh, jfk back into the left back you go back and then try to decipher exactly what nolan is trying to do in the third act so by those two things a lot i think you'll be saving money and your life so i think it would be a better it, it was probably a better movie to see at home too because um 
again, I mean, it, it, since there is there since there's an absence of a a character that can explain, you know, that Nolan can explain the things that are going on in the movie to um, a lot of people. Um, and I believe, Andy, you were one of them was uh, were confused by and perplexed by the third act. So being able to have access to rewind and see it again will make all the difference in the world in the safety of your uh, Bud Light free home. Okay, so look at this. Already coming in with the fear-mongering. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. We don't need to bring that out in here. We already know that people can go to the theaters, and if they're responsible and they're smart, they, uh, they're fine. Matter of fact, our lovely host is right here. He's actually been there, and he's watched it, and he survived, and you know came back to watch the movie. And actually, a couple times, I think, right? Anyways, the fact of the matter is, this is an epic film. This is a film that, you know, you're going to watch and you're going to see a lot of epicness on the theaters and the big screens. It's not the same kind of fit feeling. There's so many uh, times I've watched a, a movie in home and yes, you can rewind. But the same thing is you don't get that sensation. You don't get that feeling that you get when you watch it in theaters. That's a unique sensation. And that deserves to be the tenant. Tenant needs to have that film on the big screen. You can get that sensation. And matter of fact, let's play into that fear mongering a little. You'll have more space in the theater now. You'll have the ability to sit there, get your space, put up but your that doesn't that doesn't mean that the theater would be um, kept up because there might be some people who don't actually take the safety and the regulations into accordance. I mean, you might want, oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm sweeping this floor. I, I, you know, maybe I won't wipe off the seats and maybe, you know, the circulating air won't be like, you know, recirculated or whatever some for some fresh air. But most importantly, uh, fear mongering aside and the, the Bud Light aside, the most important thing I think would be understanding the film. And, and you know what? You were by, that, by all reports. You're going to talk all, about all understanding the film. I don't play my audience short. I'm confident in my people that are going to be watching this. Granted, the only amount of people that have watched is a uh, small percentage. The greater percentage have not watched this film, and I'm confident the larger percentage will follow through it. My, uh, the audience of Popcorn Planet is not a uh, small audience, and they're not a dumb audience. They are very intelligent. I agree. So when, so when, so, so when somebody like Thank Andy says me. that the third act is kind of in, 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 incomprehensible, um, it, it's kind of confusing, that kind of worries me because I – look up to his reviews and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I agree with that, or I can understand what he's saying. If he's telling me that you can't figure out exactly what's going on, it's just the total, you know, whatever happens with time going forward and backward and all that stuff, I feel that it would be easier to decipher that stuff, to understand that stuff in the comfort of your home as you're rewinding and going back to certain moments and then coming forward and then, you know, or maybe you might want to do a double viewing. You might want to watch it and then watch it again to see exactly what happens. Because I know, at least in my store, I've had people coming in saying that there were um, there were polls taken about spoilers and people apparently like spoilers because they say it lets them know what they could look out for when they're watching the movie. To me, that's just called watching the movie because you should be watching the movie and then you'll be able to see the things. But when you're yeah. sitting there and after two and a half, almost, I think, three hours of watching this movie. Why do it in a movie theater when you're going to be like, what the hell did I just watch? See, when in the comfort of your home, without leaving your home, you can say, hey, you know what? Let's, do, home, let's watch it again get, get and distracted. take it apart. See, and that's, that's another a, thing. That's where, if you're at see, home, you don't have that same kind of focus as you're in the theaters. When you get in the theaters, you put your phone down, you put it on mute, you step away well, see, from everything. You're that at might home, be, you may be surrounded by your kids, you got your dog going off, you got 
Uh, that might be a millennial problem because you if you're going to watch a movie, what you need That's... to do is you need to turn your phone off. You need to throw the kid in the basement and then you need to sit down and shut the blinds, cut off the phone, cut off any any distractions and watch the movie. Or, you know, what you do you save it for a time when the kid's in bed and uh, you're not going to be getting any phone calls and nobody's going to be bothering you about voting and all this other not there and watch it and veg. That's it, because some movies do require you to focus and i know in this day and age it's very hard for people to do that because it's like all adhd that stuff where they can't focus on is things it it's but not with the nolan movie doing that it, like when you're at home you could uh, you have a smaller screen unless you pay to have a bigger screen with a big sound system you're not going to be as immersive. You're going to have those people that are going to like watch it on their phone. They're going to. You're going to still miss out unless, on the unless you're unless you're a millennial you. sitting on your phone watching, watching Tenet that way. You will be watching your phone on a system. Most people that are Christopher Nolan fans are fans of cinema, so they will probably exactly. will probably or more, more, more definitely have a nice setup with Dolby HD. Well, unfortunately, in this time in this day and age right now, it's not necessarily potentially the safest thing to do because like you said you would take you you know you take precaution you wear a mask and all that but that doesn't mean anybody else is going to do that so you can only be responsible for your own safety you can't dictate what other people are going to do and while that might sound like fear-mongering do you is is this movie seeing this movie in the cinema really worth taking that chance for listen because also you know what if the that... option is between going there and watching it at home and knowing that i'm safe and i'm in i'm in listen, i'm home secure is, in my place home is I would not watch. necessarily that safe the most accidents that ever happen in life is in the kitchen i could die just going to get me some popcorn uh, getting ready to watch the movie when i could have been at the theater well, waiting for my popcorn and living another day I'm the bottom line is i think the movie was released have in you not seen theaters. final destination it happens unlike bill and ted and unlike borat the movie was released in movie theaters. So the people that were able to see it or wanted to see it in the movie theaters, they did go and see it. And it was only about, what, $30 million, $60 million it made or whatever. So now, now that it's going to be released on home video, I guarantee it'll be better to watch it there and it'll do more because people will be able to see see it because they were unsure. Because at the time, we didn't have anybody leading us that can give us actual factual, you know, uh, science, scientific reasons or ways to, you know, um, be safe and all that stuff. But now... That we'll be able to watch it at home. We'll be able to see what everybody, you know, those $30, $30 million worth or $60 million worth or whatever people saw it and say, wow, that was very confusing. Hey, let's watch it again because we can do that. I'm going to tap in my lifeline. Damon? Right, listen. <clears throat> listen, here's the thing. Is that right now you're talking about whether or not it's safe or not. Listen, that's irrelevant. Whether or not the experience will be better at home or in the theaters is what we're talking about. Infinity War, Lord of the Rings, just name any of these films. Hell, even Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Those are films that were made for the big screen. Tenet was made for the big screen. And that's where the experience is going to come from, especially for anyone here who actually likes film. That was where they have it. The other thing is, um, how many films Five, like Annihilation, Mother, all four, those other films that you watch and they confuse you three, and then you go back to the theater to see it two, again? It's not the first time one, come right. third Damien, you're done. I saw Annihilation. I saw Annihilation in uh, at, on Netflix, and I was able to, after not understanding it, rewatch it again immediately after I was watching it because I felt it was that good of a movie, and I did want to understand it. So you're not going to have that luxury if you go see that movie in the movie theater. 
And Andy, yes, you can but you're also tag not going to have seconds. the luxury okay. of seeing like, the greatness in. of the movie. Yeah, don't forget subtitles. You will not get those in the movie theater. Half of the movie you can't even understand. And so watching this movie at home on a good system, which is what most people are going to do, which Mike has been handling quite well, i got to be honest, you will see and understand it better, and it will actually be more entertaining. I saw it in theaters, and you didn't need to see it in theaters. I missed half the movie seeing it in theaters due to his shitty sound mix. Hold on, was that? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm timed. I tapped no, out. Now was you back. Oh, you tapped out. Okay, that was his time. So, final uh, thoughts. Forty-five seconds. Thoughts. So, in the end, regardless, uh, sorry, Bud Light or whatever, um, I, I feel that watching it at home would enhance the movie both um, visually and you know, or comprehensively and and audio, audio wise, sonically. There we go. In the end, the movie is meant to be seen big screen. You're meant to experience. A, uh, a a tale, a, a fantastic tale that's supposed to take you away from what you're dealing with at home. You're not and the movie will to... be the same movie that you and, will see at home. It no, won't even and, change. And it. that's and that's the point it, I'm trying thing. to say here. You uh, won't get the same experience at home as you do in the theaters. You get a different experience as a whole, and that's what we want to see. You will get whatever whatever experience. whatever effort you put into the movie watching it. That's what you'll get at home. Bam! All right. Well. We're now biased, so Damien and I can't chime in. But uh, I would have, uh, I would have probably leaned into my voter anyway. And it sounds like Damien, you probably would have voted for a Don anyway. So there we go. We evened our votes out anyway. But uh, Steph, <laughs> uh, Steph, now come back in if you want, and let's hear your thoughts and let's get the poll out. She just put the poll out, fellas and ladies. Uh, go and click over that. But Steph, based on the arguments. I th I, first of all, just before we can get there, I thought they both did a pretty good job for not seeing the movie. <laughs> surprise, no, surprise. And for the record, I don't like Christopher Nolan at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not one bit. Uh, well, so. yeah, yeah, good for you. Uh, Steph, what do you think? Um, well, I felt on one hand, you know, the argument was quite sound in terms of the practicalities of watching it from home, uh, being able to rewind if there's certain things that you can't hear or understand, the sound mixing all that lot that can be a bit more confusing if you're watching it in the cinema. Um, but I also get, you know, the other side of the argument, which is some films are made for the big screen. I, I mean, I remember going to the IMAX to see The Dark Knight. Oh, my God goodness was that film made for the sodden IMAX screen it was absolutely amazing so I can see that point as well for the film Tenet um, with that being said though what kind of lost me when Adan uh, used his tagging was when it was said no throw safety out of the window <laughs> um, Damien I didn't have to say throw safety out the window what, well, how, well, how did you term it then? Because maybe I misunderstood. No, I said, I said, I said, throw, throw the, throw the COVID factor out the window. And if you were just deciding on whether or not you wanted to see the movie in the big screen or at home, that's why I was saying that it was meant for seeing the experience on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, you can't. You, you, well, I, I think COVID. I think safety in a way, but you can't really throw <laughs> COVID out of the window in that respect. Because I'm sorry, it is an aspect at the moment that needs to be considered if someone actually wants to go to the cinema or not. Um, with that being said, though, then on the other side of the argument, you very, very good in terms of the practicalities of watching it at home. But it didn't really come across how the experience at home would be better than in the cinema. So, so you give yeah, your you vote to um ultimately it's hard I it's tough isn't it to... come on Steph. Oh. you can say it this is tough 
I'd thought, yes, it'd be watched better at home. Ooh, there it is. Nolan hates you. <laughs> Nolan's like, who is this Brit? Get her out of here. This English girl. Oh, how dare she? Uh, all right, hold on. Wait, do I have um, uh, do I have the poll? Let me see what you what the votes you guys have been voting based on the arguments, which they don't do. Uh, they never do. Will it be voted better I'll at home? Just put it again in the um, chat. Will it be better at home? And the polls say yes. Yes, it will be. Oh, and there we go. The no is going down. The no's are going down. The yes is going up. I got to concur. But look, if I take uh, take out even my things, I just thought Mike Mike did a great job bringing in the safety. Like, whether you agree with it or not, based on the arguments, the safety was a, such a smart way to start it. Plus, you had me when you just throw your kids in the basement. <laughs> uh, totally. Uh, and uh, watching the system, not a phone. You made, you, you, you combined that. Uh, Don made a good argument with the – well, the, and he's right. You will get distracted watching this movie at home because you're going to go on your phone. When you're at home watching – it's because Tenet's not that good. I, pr I promise a lot of people are going to watch Tenet and go, Cool. Did I miss anything? Oh, wait, what? And you are totally going to – it's it's a type of movie that I, I could sense a lot of regular moviegoers are be like, eh, and they'll tune in. Well, see, but that's that's why I said you get what you put into it. Correct. So you did. You got that. But so you, you answered that right. Uh, it, yes, it's how it, – Nolan, it's more immersive experience, but I think Mike did sell the, the overall experience. So, Mike, you got the poll. You got the – you got a win, you Don, again. Damn it. I was rooting for oh, you. I know it's I been now it three. Battle. I thought I you'll get it. one. Don't, you'll get one. But Mike on the board, one and one. First show, first win. Bravo. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, for the record, I, I think you should see Tenet. I actually almost – I just – I haven't been to a movie theater since New Mutants or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, I think I might go see Tenet, even though I really didn't want to. But the movie should be seen in a movie theater. Yeah, look, it's, it's, fi I, it's fine. I didn't have a problem yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, no, neither. I felt safe when I went. It's to see it's a it's okay as a movie. I I enjoyed it in the theater, but did I need to see it in the theater? No. But the only thing you guys missed, uh, and I would have I would have given a uh, a Don the point, which Damien, I don't know what you got lost there. But the the point a Don missed was you are saving cinema. You could have hit that a lot more harder of you, oh, by not yeah, going sure. to the theaters. You are destroying the cinemas, and I didn't hear that. If you had said that, it would have it could have tipped me over a bit. But um, didn't they didn't they say they were doing a thing where they would get a percentage or they would give a percentage of the Universal did. A lot of others yeah. aren't, but yeah, uh, we'll see. Universal, who the theaters banned, is the only studio dropping movies out in the next <laughs> few months with Freaky and whatever. So and Crudes. Uh, they're actually going to drop movies in theaters. We'll see. Uh, but Mike, you won. You get to plug. Final plug quickly. Go ahead. Um, I'm on all social medias. So you could go to rowcomics.online and just find them all there. Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm even on YouTube. But I used to do a YouTube video where I would show what was coming out. So if you're a comic book fan, I mean, you can see that there. But that's about it. Rogue go Comics do it. Rogue Comics. There he is. Go follow him on Twitter. Go give him a plug. He earned it. Uh, bravo. Uh, everybody else here on the show, I'll give you quick plugs as well because I love you. Damien Alpazar, go check him out on the other side. The link is in my description. If you become a member, you can see his short film, which got funded. We're going to talk about it here as we continue to go do the stream. We're not leaving. Uh, so we'll talk about it. But Damien, thanks for coming. Don over at Nerd Tots. Go over to YouTube and check out Nerd Tots to watch him play D&D, doing anime reviews, other stuff. Uh, so check out Nerd Tots and go show him some love. 
love. And Steph uh, over at Planet of the Nerds. They just crossed the 200 subscriber mark. Go throw them a few more subscribers and go watch all the awesome stuff Steph does. And over at Movie World when she watches stuff for the first time. Uh, so much places you can mm. find her. Uh, and as always, subscribe here if you haven't already. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is just the end screen because I'm going to clip it. You should watch the show live on Thursdays. And you should become a member because then you'll get the members only exclusive afterwards. Don't go anywhere, live viewers. <gasps> Ooh.